0: Um, it is a story that many of you have read in the Gospels. And here, Matthew uh, chapter 8, verse 5 through 8 says, And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion, beseeching him and saying, Lord, my servant lies at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. Right? Matthew 8, verse 5. Now we're in verse 7. And Jesus says to him, I will come and heal him. I love Jesus. You know, this centurion was, we know, as a Roman. Uh, he was uh, most definitely uh, not a Jew, but yet Jesus himself says, I will surely come and heal him. And then in verse 8, the centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof. But speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. I want to speak to you on the subject of speak the word. Speak the word. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this word, for your word is life. Your word is everlasting. It's, your word is forever. It says heaven and earth may pass away, but your word is Forever. When we speak the word, it never ends. For you said in your word that it never returns void. And so, God, it is eternal. Lord, heaven and earth may pass away, but your word is eternal. This pandemic will pass away, but your word is eternal. Lord, touch our minds today that we may understand, our ears we may hear, and our hearts we may receive in the name of Jesus Amen. In this time, it is very important, and we see this story. What's amazing to me is uh, Jesus goes on in Matthew there, and he says, wow, I've never seen such faith. And the minute that uh, uh, Jesus spoke to this man, and this man says, you know what? You don't even have to come to my house. You can just speak the word, and my servant uh, will be healed. Because What he knew, this centurion being a soldier, he knew authority. He said that if I say to one soldier, go, or one servant, go, he shall go. And so he knew that Jesus did not have to be physically present. All he had to do was speak the word. I want to speak to you today in your situation, your home, while you're stuck at home, while you have all this news around you. There is uh, talking about pandemic and break, uh, uh, outbreak and sickness, and thousands and hundreds of thousands. Now there's people saying that there could be uh, millions of people that could be uh, infected and dying, and all these things. But I have to tell you one thing: that you have to speak the word only. Speak the word of truth and a life. You know what? In the book of Genesis, the Bible says that uh, God uh, uh, looked at the world and the earth, and it says it was without form and void. And what did he do? He spoke the word only. He spoke the word only. He spoke the word. He said, let there be light, and there were light. There was light. There was light. The light came. And uh, he just had to speak. And oftentimes I think if God can do anything, the, the Bible, he should have just said, you know, God thought light and light was. But he didn't do that. He just spoke. Brothers and sisters, right now, if God can speak and with his voice change a situation, he can speak into your life and change a situation. He can speak right to you right now that maybe you've got sickness in your body, but you can speak life because God wants you to be whole and healthy. He says that he came to give life and life more abundant. Speak the word. Speak the word. Speak the word. You know what? In Luke chapter 7, it is um, the same story as this, uh, that the man says, but I say in verse 7, but I say in a word and my servant shall be healed. See, we have to understand that when we speak, we, our words as believers have power. You have to understand that when you and I speak, Our words have power. You have to know that when we speak, it's eternal. Look at the Lord God when he said, let there be light. Has light ever stopped? It's never stopped. You ever notice that? He spoke the word, let there be light in the very beginning and the light kept going. And when he spoke that the trees should be formed on the earth, did the tree stop? No, it kept growing. When the fishes kept growing, when he spoke about the fish and the fowls of the air, it, they kept reproducing. Same thing with you and I. When we speak the word of life into our hearts, we know that it will keep going. Because your, God's word never returns void. God's word never will return void. That means why? We have to be careful because the, the Bible says our tongue is an unruly member. In the book of Proverbs 18 and 21, if you look with me, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Death and life. You know, that we often think that, we often say death and life. You know, you, you know I, I can imagine doctors you know, I remember meeting a, a, a heart surgeon, and, and there's people that, have, uh, that need a heart transplant. You know, and, and he, I remember him talking, and he said that I actually sometimes feel like I'm holding a person's life in my hand. But here the Word of God says that death and life are in the power of the tongue. That means that your tongue actually has power the way you speak into your life Has power. And so we have to know as believers that when we speak, we are bringing life or death into a situation. There are so many people that uh, they think that uh, that's why um, God has to tell us to control our tongue, control the way we speak, control. You know, most people and a lot of people, it's not hard to be negative. You ever notice that? Has it ever been difficult to be negative? No. It's very simple to be negative. It doesn't even take a lot of effort. It doesn't take a lot of effort to be gossipy. But it takes a lot more effort to speak life, to speak encouragement, to speak uh, uh, uh Things that bring people into a place uh, that encourages them and faith. That's why it's because why we are people that are corrupt. We are people that are sinful nature. And so we have to speak words of life. I love what the centurion said in Matthew. He said, speak the word only. You know, when I I listen to the things that are going on the news, I have to say, wait a minute. God says that he come to give us life and life more abundant. You know, oftentimes when I hear people sick, you know what I say to myself? I tell my kids, I said, I refuse to be sick. I refuse to be sick. Sickness can't touch me. COVID-19, you can't touch me. You can't touch my family. You can't touch my children, my my wife. You cannot touch my people uh, that are God's people. You can't touch the members of this church. You can't touch my friends and my family. You cannot touch them because you have to speak the word only. Why? Jesus says he came to give life and life more abundantly. You've got to speak the word only. Stop speaking negative. Stop speaking death and speak life. God says that he'll make you the head and not the tail. He'll make you to be the lender and not be a, a borrower. That people will, you are a blessing and those that bless you will also be blessed. You have to speak life into your lives. You have to speak of life. You have to speak of mercy. You have to speak of joy. You have to say, God... Uh, the world, my job, the economy, the government is not my provider. You are my provider. If you can feed the prophet with ravens, if you can make manna come, if you can bring quail, God, if you can get, uh, you, you can pay your taxes by, going, by getting the disciple to open the mouth of a fish and in there was money, what can't you do, God? Brothers and sisters, in this time, we as the church need to speak life and speak only the word. It's very easy when people say, what do you think is going on? You know what I think is going on? God is about to show out and show off. I was telling some of the members in our church, I said, in this time, even though all this is going on, my spirit is excited because I know that God is is up to something great. Hey, those that are watching me. Look at your family over there. Tell them, God is up to something great. Tell them, God is up to something great. You know, the Bible says, look at Ephesians 4, 29. You got to be careful what you speak. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Wow. Wow. Let no corrupt communication. Wow. You know, the apostle Paul says, let no corrupt communication come out of your mouth. Have you noticed that even this pandemic, there have been divisions. Now there has been uh, 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 divisions among race. I read that there's divisions among uh, uh, um, class between the white-collar workers and the blue-collar workers. Now there is a division among uh, generations. Generations. That uh, now because this uh, uh, this virus uh, this COVID nineteen is more is more uh, harmful to the elderly. Now there's young people that don't care and go out, or or younger people, and now they're they making weird hashtags about seniors. Man, this thing should bring us together. You know what I want to tell you, brothers and sisters. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. But I would say like this: speak the word. Word only. Wow! Speak God's word only. Get your Bibles out. This is a great time to get your Bible out. Guess what? There's no sports on TV. There's no. Uh, there's no uh, soccer. There's no football. There's nothing on TV. What you have is a time of getting into God's word and speak. The word only. Speak God's truth into your life. And say God this will not kill me. This will not kill me. And I know that you are a giver of life. Because you said that you give life. And life more abundant. You see. Look at Galatians 6, 7 and 8. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man sows that he shall also reap. For he that sow in the flesh shall reap. Of the flesh, corruption. But he that sows to the spirit shall... uh, He that sows to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. Brothers and sisters, we've got to learn to sow life. And guess what? John 6 says that Jesus is the bread of life. He is life. He is life. Start giving yourself life. Start putting life into you. And this is life because he's the bread of life. The more we eat of him, the more we read of his word, it will bring life. Start sowing life. You know, it's great this week because when we're home, our kids are home and, and my wife's home. And what I noticed about my wife was she was reading her word all day while looking at videos of sermons and you know because she's, uh, she speaks Portuguese she was listening to some Portuguese preachers uh, in Brazil and I'm like man I don't understand what is that? He goes oh this is my friend that I went to school with he's now a pastor and I thought wow she's listening to English Portuguese and then maybe she'll listen to mine I don't know but um, you know that that gives you an opportunity to be grateful because this is a time that we need a soul into the spirit you know what maybe you got family watching with you remind your spouse speak the word only the word what is the word the word is god john 1:1, in the beginning was the Word, you know what? You know what the Saturn was saying? He he might not even be, he he wasn't a Jew, he didn't know, but he was speaking prophetically. He said, Jesus, speak the word. You know what he was saying? Speak of yourself. If I don't even need you to be at my house physically, all I need to do is to send the word, let there be light, or let there be healing, let there be health, and it will be, brothers and sisters. I want to tell you, you need to speak Jesus into your life. Stop speaking about this disease and virus. Start speaking, Jesus, you are, your name is above every name. Your name is above COVID-19. Your name is above coronavirus. Your name is above every disease. Lord, we speak life, which is the word. You know what? We got to know, we have to know that our words have power. And did you know when you speak words, you can never take it back? You ever notice that? You can't delete. You know, all of us have smartphones. You ever had that one picture and everybody's eyes are closed? What you do, you delete. But you know, when you speak words into the spiritual realm, it never stops. God said, let there be light. Light never stops. So you and I speak, you know, the words that people hear, it never stops. It's amazing that when we were children, you ever heard that uh, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me? You ever hear that? You know what? That's not true. It's not true. Because words never stop in your head. It keeps going. Now, I've, I've been, when I was younger, my mother, you know, took a little paddle or stick to me you know she'd tell me when I was being real bad she'd say go out in the backyard get you a pick out a switch you know that's that's country for a little paddle stick and you got to go out and I used to get the real little one and she said if you don't get a good one I'm gonna pick one myself she'd probably come back with a bat but anyway you know what I still don't really remember all of the spankings I got But I do remember words that people have spoken to me when I was a child that still plays in my head. That's why, brothers and sisters, words have so much power. The second thing uh, I want to leave you with is, you know, our words have power. But the other thing I want to leave you with is we must speak words of life into our lives and into other people's lives. So we must speak words of of life into our lives and others. John 12 and 49, For I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which sent me. He gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak. This is verse 49 and 50 in John 12. And I know that his commandment is, read it with me, Life everlasting. Everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the Father said unto me, I speak. Look at verse 50 of John 12 again. And I know that his commandment is life forever. Wow. See, when God gives us a word, when we speak words that comes from him, it gives people life Everlasting. That's why when we speak death, when we're negative, it just brings us down. But when we speak the life that is from God, it goes on forever. Because the Bible says that heaven and earth may pass away, but... Your word is forever. Look at what Psalms 139 and verse 14 says. I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works and my soul knows right well. That means that, you know what, every morning we wake up and say, God, that's why I love that song that you sang, uh, Pastor Jeremiah. I'm still standing here because God made a way. And in the Old Testament, it says that in the book of Isaiah, it says that God will make a river in your desert and a a way in the wilderness. Uh, Maybe you are dry, but God has a river that's running too. Uh, Maybe you don't know direction, but God will cause you to walk his path of righteousness. Look at the Deuteronomy 28. I'm just giving you some verses so you can med- meditate this week. And all these blessings shall come. Deuteronomy verse, or chapter 28, verse 2 and 3. And all these blessings shall come unto you and overtake you. If you shall hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Blessed thou be in the city. And blessed thou be in the field. And verse 13, and the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. Thou shalt be above only and thou shalt not be beneath. If that thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command you this day to observe and to do them. Wow, and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. When we speak to our family. And we all, I'm, I'm not perfect. You can, I am not perfect. My wife could tell you. My kids could tell you. But you know what? You, you have to try and ask the Holy Spirit, help me, Lord, to speak life. Help me to speak your word only. You know what? There are some times when we don't know what to say, we should just be quiet. You know what? The, book, the Bible says is like this, that a soft answer turns away wrath. But a harsh word stirs up anger. How many husbands know that to be true? Yes, amen. <laughs> amen. Look at uh, Philippians 4 and 8. It says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. In this time we we've, we've got to think about things that are honest. We have got to think about things that are just. We have to think about things that are pure. We have to think about things that are lovely and of a good report. I could use a good report. You know, we can use we we have to know that God is in charge. Can you say God is in charge? Is in, charge. in Philippians 4:13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. In verse 19, when you're going through, maybe you're thinking, man, what's going to happen to my job? I'm not getting paid. But in Philippians 4:19 says, but my God, say it, but my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Let's say it together. But my God shall apply all my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Because guess what? Our job... The government, the economy is not our provider. If he can feed the prophet with ravens, if he can feed all of the children of Israel with manna and quail, million plus two million people, whatever the amount was, I know it was a million at least or more, what can he do for us? Trust him. And I leave you with this last scripture in Hebrews four twelve. For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of the soul and spirit and joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. For the word of God is living and powerful. Hebrews four twelve. For the word of God, is living and powerful. I love that. You know, sometimes we, we living in a society, you can come on up, you, we live in a society that we think, you know what, where's God? But I promise you that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's what the word of God says. He said that he's the same yesterday, he's the same today, and he's the same tomorrow. That his character doesn't change. That what, when he says that I come to give you life and life more abundant, he didn't say, Oh, well, only when you're good. No. It didn't matter. Did you know what else the Bible says? It says that it rains on the just and the unjust. That you know what? The good people or the right justified people, the righteous people get rain and the unrighteous people get rain. The righteous people get health and they're unrighteous. It is because life is held in the hands of God. That's why, brothers and sisters, when you have doubt in your life, get back to the word. I love this part, the first part of Hebrews 4 and 12. For the word of God is living and powerful. It's powerful. You know, what I realize through all this even more is Our life is so fragile. You think about some of the greatest nations in the world. And yet, this invisible enemy. You can only see this enemy when you really look down in a microscope. It's invisible to most of you and I, right? With our naked eye, we we can't see this enemy. They were like, man, this thing, if you sneeze, it could stay in the air for... And what we realize is our greatest intelligence, our greatest medical facilities, our greatest doctors, they're still human. And yet when I read the word of God, I see God just just touch somebody and instantly their fever just leaves. Peter's mother-in-law, the the disciple, his mother-in-law had fever. and Jesus, the Bible says, he just touched her hand and boom, her fever was gone. Then then the woman that had the issue of blood for years just touched his clothes. She was instantly healed. A mother losing her son and the Lord just speaks and he comes back to life. Lazarus, that was in the tomb for days, four days, three, four days, and he was wrapped up like with bandages. And the Bible says that when the Lord got to the tomb of Lazarus his friend that died, people said, Lord, he's been dead for a while, three, four days now. The Bible says that in the King James, he said, he stinketh. That means his body was rotting away because they didn't have embalming fluid back then. The Bible says he stinketh, but yet Jesus says, Lazarus, come forth. And here comes Lazarus. His skin is back. No more rotten body. He's jumping out. Wow. Instantly. Brothers and sisters, the God that spoke just his word Let there be light, and there was. He spoke just his word, let the birds fly, and the birds flew. He spoke, let the fishes swim, and they swam. He spoke, let the animals run, and they run. This is the God that we serve, and that same God is still on the throne. Let us not be afraid. Let us just speak the word only. Speak the word only. And for those that are listening to me right now, and maybe you don't know Christ, and you said, you know, Pastor, in this time, I maybe just turned to your page on accident, whatever it may be. Maybe you are far from God. Maybe you knew God as a child but you walked away. There's someone listening to me right now that you are searching for the truth. And I want to tell you that Jesus is the truth. And if you would pray with me this simple prayer, Lord Jesus... I know that you are the Lord of all, that you died upon the cross for my sins. What is sin? Sin is the things that we've done wrong, broke his heart. Just say, Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I know you died on the cross. Shed your blood that I can be forgiven. All you have to say now is, Lord Jesus, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Come into my heart. I make you the Lord of my life. I renounce all other gods. I reject all other gods, but you, Lord Jesus Christ, come into my heart. Help me. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that simple prayer, you are born again as we say, and God is with you. I pray for you as... He sings this song. I pray for those that are in our church, those that are watching us, those that are maybe afar, you you might be our online church member or you might just be passing by through social media or internet. I want to pray for you. Lord, give them peace. Lord, for your word is living and powerful. Lord, let the things that are true the things that are honest, the things that are just, the things that are pure, the things that are lovely, the things that have a good report, if there any be of any good virtue in that, let them think on those things. Let praise be upon their heart. Let peace go with them and mercy and grace. Lord, bless them today. Bless their going and their coming. Bless them in the field and in the city. Let them only speak your word, the word of life and life everlasting. Heavenly Father, We thank you for you. We thank you that you never change. And no matter what is happening around us, we know, Lord, that you're still on the throne. We honor you, Lord. We are thankful that we are still standing because you made a way. God bless you. See you next week. Follow us on social media as they sing this song. Just continue to worship. Go with God and let me remind you, speak the word only.